I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents... The Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And today, I've, you know, I got a couple of questions just recently uh, concerning the lease agreement. So the show you're listening to, we focus on residential real estate, buying, renovating, and renting single family houses and apartments. And when I think about all the tools in our toolbox, that lease agreement is really one of the most important, probably the most important because that lays out the, you know, it's a legal contract, right? It, it lays out the groundwork for the relationship uh, with that resident that we put into place. It sets expectations. So it really is a fundamental uh, piece of our business, business is that lease agreement. So I want to take a look at that. I had a very specific question about from you about how to handle late fees. And I want to make sure you're up to speed on late fees uh, as those apply specifically here in Texas. I'm sitting in Dallas, Fort Worth, if you're new to the program or if you're catching the podcast afterwards and you're out on the coast somewhere or some up in Michigan, who knows where, uh, just know that I'm sitting in Dallas, Fort Worth. And when we look, I've got a copy right here of my most recent lease. We've gotten through our renewal season. I uh, just issued the last lease. So I've got a copy of that here uh, with uh, the latest great residents that have renewed with us. So we'll, we'll look at a couple of items there. Understand that the lease is, again, one of the most important tools in your toolbox as a residential rental owner. It helps you mitigate risk, again, by setting those expectations and laying out performance. It is a legal legal contract. So in the latter part of the show, I want to look at that and handle that, that question around late fees and a, and a couple of more questions that I've gotten. But again, I mentioned this is a fundamental piece of your business. So I want to get to fundamentals and a fundamental question that I'm hearing again and again right now, is it a good time to invest in re residential real estate? 
The answer is yes. And as David Fish, I'll tell you who he is, as he says, we make our own economy as residential real estate investors. What does he mean? And who is he? David Fisher is one of our two-day financial freedom seminar presenters. We call them life changers because that is literally what they do. If you allow them to take you by the hand and show you what we do with single family rentals and apartments over the course of that two-day financial freedom seminar, boy, it can really be eye-opening and life-changing. But he says, we make our own economy. How is that? as residential rental owners are we are we just free of all the 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 vagaries of the stock market and everything we see going on out there right now well listen to this we make money five ways on our houses again if you're new to the program i've been investing in single family houses rental property for over 10 years now and i've seen this in action i heard the message 10 years ago when i became a member at, at lifestyles unlimited went to that very two-day financial freedom seminar and really started to internalize the the message, the, the the way we operate, how to handle the lease, for example. We get into those sort of details at that that seminar, but I've really seen over the, the decade how these five ways come to fruition, how they, how they affect my wallet and my wealth. And a big one is cash flow. Now, thinking about the vagaries of the stock market and the Federal Reserve and what they're doing with pushing up the, the federal fund, funds rates and how that's flowing through to interest rates, yes, that can have an impact on my cash flow as rates go higher and I lock in maybe a higher interest rate this year than I did last year or the year before. But we're still cash flowing. If the deal doesn't cash flow, I don't do the deal. So we look for cash flow, number one. Number two, we buy right. And this is very important. And going back to what David says... We make our own economy by buying right. We have something we call equity capture. And this is very, very important. Another thing we say is never lose money. Dell Walmsley has three rules to investing. Number one, never lose money. Never, number two, it has to cash flow. Number three, you, don't, you can't get rich slow. But his number one rule is never lose money. And by buying right and buying at a discount through the process, buying those, those houses or those apartments that do need some loving, uh, we create e equity. We capture equity through the process. And that can be a buffer if I need to sell in a hurry, if I want to sell in a couple of years and, and, and take that equity out and reinvest. It's a very, very important of the process. And that's one of the ways that we do make our money and how we create our own economy. And of course, we are talking about residential rental real estate. So what am I going to do when I'm done with my renovations? I'm going to put somebody into that property that's going to pay me a rent. That's this lease agreement uh, that we're going to look at that dictates how that works. But uh, that rent that they pay me every month, a portion of that goes to pay down the mortgage. So I'm not even paying the mortgage. My residents are paying that on my behalf. And as part of that, that principle goes down and down and down and my equity builds up. We call that equity buildup. It's not a big number, maybe a couple hundred dollars a month, uh, but over time you really do see an impact. And when you go to sell, you cash that out. Of course, what have we also seen lately? Appreciation. Now you might be thinking, ooh, yeah, isn't the market about to crash? What appreciation are we talking about? Now, I've got some more information for you, and this comes from a national economist. We'll talk about that notion of appreciation, so hang on a bit. And if, I do want to mention as well, I'm talking about houses here, five ways we make money. If I talk about apartments, there's a great phenomenal way, really phenomenal, that we make additional equity. 
called forced appreciation. What we do with apartments is a little bit different than what we do with houses, just the way that they're valued. That's something we get into uh, at the two-day financial freedom seminar. I'm not going to go into depth here. I will tell you, I just subscribed to another apartment investment as a passive investor that has a big value add component. That's that forced appreciation. That investor that's managing the project is going to go in, make some changes, take the rents up, increase the cash flow, and boom, push that valuation up. That's that forced appreciation. And of course, this applies to houses or apartments, wonderful tax advantages. One thing I liked about this investment that I subscribe to is that we're going to get some accelerated depreciation, which will help me offset gains that I've seen in the year so that our tax advantages take us to a net zero. Stick around. We'll be right back. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues in moments. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back to your map to financial freedom. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. If you have any questions for me, send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. Again, that's askandy at luinc.com. And I had a question about charging late fees uh, when you have a rental house. We'll get to that here in a latter segment. I want to get into the lease a little bit. We're not going to go through the whole thing. It's a very lengthy document, in my case, anyhow. 16 pages plus addenda. It's a, it's a, that could be a, a huge day-long course in and of itself, but but I do have a couple of uh, targeted points that I want to take up with you. Things based on questions I've gotten from you. So again, back to that email, it's askandy at luinc.com. Now in the prior segment, I wanted to make sure you understand why residential real estate, and as David Fisher puts it, we make our own economy. And with single-family houses, we're making money five ways with apartments. Those same five ways plus forced appreciation. So we have a lot of tools in our toolbox from that perspective to create cash flow and to create wealth. And by the way, 
I was looking just now over the break at our schedule for that two-day financial freedom seminar. We've got quite a few coming up, uh, Ann Arbor. Now, some of these may have passed if you're listening on the podcast. Uh, they may be behind us already, but I see Michigan. I see, da- obviously, in my, my area in Dallas and Austin and Houston and San Antonio, Jacksonville, Florida, Seattle, Washington, Anaheim, California, Denver, Colorado, Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm investing in some apartments up there. I love it. Phoenix, Arizona. So, If you're listening now live on the radio or if you're listening uh, to the podcast, we have a lot of those uh, two-day seminars coming up. We do those online as well, by the way. And you can tune into these two days uh, virtually as well. You don't have to be present if you're not in one of those cities. Uh, You can learn more if you go to the website, givemetotalfreedom.com. It'll tell you about the the program there and, and how to register. If you do register, use the promo code SAVEBIG, all caps written together for a massive discount. Again, givemetotalfreedom.com. That is SAVEBIG. David Fisher, he does that here in Dallas where I am. Got out and caught him just a few months ago. It's a great for, if you're listening and you are a member, it's great to go out and, and get a refresher, by the way. Because as we're about to hear, markets do, they shift, things change, and you want to stay on top of that. So I want to look at uh, at an article here just really quickly with you, because again, this goes back to fundamentals and the fact that we do make our own economies. And I was looking at Market Watch online, and the the editor or the writer, Elisa Wolfson, she's doing some interviews with people in the, the real estate industry over a series of articles. But this one caught my eye in particular because she's talking with the director of forecasting for the National Association of Realtors. If you've caught me talking before, you know I've retired from corporate America, but in a prior life, that's what I did. I worked in in finance, did a lot of backward-looking reporting and a lot of forecasting. So this this stuff always uh, catches my attention, of course, especially as it relates to to real estate. So the woman she's speaking with is Nadia Evangelou. She's the senior economist and, as I mentioned, director of forecasting with the National Association of Realtors. And they're talking about the fact that uh, a housing affordability crunch is here. It's arrived. Why has it arrived? Well, we, we talked a little bit already. Mortgage rates, they continue to go up, right? Inflation, actions by the Federal Reserve, actions by your local bank, expectations, all those things are flowing into increased mortgage rates. At the same time, at the same time, and I hear I hear the, the rumblings out there about a housing crash. Uh, I wouldn't use the term crash because at the same time, house prices are still going up. Now, we're looking backwards a little bit. I don't know what they're going to do in the next month or two. Uh, but I want to give you the, the, the six points that came uh, from uh, Mrs. Angel, uh, Evangelou with the NAR, National Association of Realtors. Number one, this is important. The outlook, she says, the outlook is for mortgage rates to rise even further. Okay, I get that. We, we expect that. I don't know what the next inflation read is going to be. Is it going to be higher? Is it going to be flat? Is it going to be down? We know the Fed is already talking about increasing rates and what's happening. Lenders are pricing that in. Interestingly, is she says that she doesn't seem expect rather to see the same sharp increases that we saw back in March and April. That's good news. Rates may go up, but not as sharply. Here's the thing. For you as an investor, if you talk to somebody like Dell Walmsley, Dell's been doing this for over 30 years. Talk to somebody that was investing in real estate 30 years ago. Rates were far higher than this, and they made it work because they make their own economy. Rates may impact cash flow. They will impact cash flow. I gave you an example on last week's show. Bought two houses on the same street, closed 30 days apart. The rates popped a little bit in between. What was the impact? My cash flow was a little bit diminished. Interestingly, rents went up, perfectly offset. So we make our own economy. Cash flow may diminish due to higher interest rates. We're going to hear in a minute what rents are doing. 
But remember, we make our money five ways on those houses. And that's something I should point out here. When you're talking to somebody, whether it's with the National Association of Realtors or any, any realtor-focused group, they're probably talking about houses, and that's what we're talking about here. Some of this will translate to apartments, so some of this will apply, but not all of it. Number two, she says some buyers may want to consider an ARM. What is that? Adjustable rate mortgage. Why is that? She says, look, if you're thinking about selling or refinancing in the next five years, maybe look at doing a 5-1 arm. What that means is you're locking in a, a you're, you're, you're taking down an adjustable rate mortgage, but it's locked for the first five years. After that, it, it goes to a floating rate. Well, we talk on Lifestyles Unlimited about our model all the time. What do we do? We buy we fix up the asset, we, we refinance into 30-year fixed-rate debt. Normally, maybe here you do an arm to get that floating rate. Because what do we do? Typically, we're selling in three to five years. Now, this arm, this 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 uh, floating rate uh, mortgage that she's talking about, is fixed for five years and it goes to a floater. You are still paying on the principal during that initial period. I've been talking with lenders, and I mentioned this on a prior show as well. There are, in fact, interest-only floating products out there for investors. This is not something a, a homeowner is going to get. This is something for real estate investors. That means you're only paying on the interest. Guess what? That counters point number one. Mortgage rates are rising. Well, if I'm only paying interest, I am affecting my cash flow in a positive way. And the products I've seen are also five-year arms, so they're, they're, that, that rate is fixed, and it's, it's interest only for five years. It resets at year five. But if you're doing what we talk about on this very show and what David Fisher will tell you about at the two-day financial freedom seminar, you're getting out of that house and reinvesting, selling, reinvesting in, in more product at, at about year three to, to year five. So that becomes a non-issue. Number three, she says, there are signs that the market is cooling. And I, and, I, and I highlighted and I underscored that word cooling because cooling is not crashing. And what we're seeing, she says, and this is not even in respect to prices, rather the fact that home sales in, in, in terms of volume have decreased. And that's a function of affordability. If I sell my house as an as a, as a owner-occupant now, I have to buy a new house. Well, now my rate's going to be higher. Can I afford that? Fewer and fewer people can afford that due to the higher rates and the higher prices. So she does expect a, a reduction in the activity in the market. That's what she means when she says cooling. She's not reflecting on prices. We're going to get to that here in just a minute. Here's the interesting point. Here's the interesting point, and I think we're going to head into a break, so I may need to pick this up on the other end. But bullet number four, she says institutional buyers may increase competition. Okay, what's that going to impact us as uh, rental owners? We're going to hit that on the backside, so stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Listening to Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. Now, here's your host. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb. I want to pick up where we left off, and we were just looking quickly at uh, a short article. This was in Market Watch. This came out uh, early in July. It was written by Elisa Wolfson, and she's talking to a number of experts in the um, real estate field, and they're talking specifically, looking specifically at owner occupant. Uh, home ownership and the the interview she has conducted is with Nadia Evangelo. She is a uh, is the director of forecasting uh, for the National Association of Realtors. She's told us she expects mortgage rates to to rise even further. I agree, um, and as a result of that, some buyers may want to consider an adjustable rate mortgage. Some investors I know may want to consider that. Now, if I had the opportunity, I would continue to lock in those fixed rate thirty year terms because. Longer, longer planability. They are still very low rates. I can no longer do that. I've, I've maxed out that ability. Uh, so I have to look for other products. And there are some very good investor products out there that are interest only, for example. So that may be a consideration for you because that will help counter the fact that mortgage rates are up, which is eating into your cash flow. Because if I'm only paying interest and not principal, well, my cash flow stays higher. There are signs, she says, the market is cooling. Now, that is not a reflection of prices. That is rather a reflection of the activity in the market. Number four, what we we're just getting to, institutional buyers may be increasing the competition that first-time buyers encounter. This is extremely important for you and for me as real estate investors, or if you're looking to get into the space, this is a very good reason to do it. She says, and I'm just going to quote, with rising mortgage rates hurting affordability, more people are renting. And due to low inventory in the, in the rental market, rents are rising sharply. Again, here I've underscored that word sharply. Rents are rising sharply. I just told you. I've got here in front of me one of my lease renewals. I've gone through the full cycle of all my all my inventory uh, in the spring, and all of our rents are up massively. For the couple of folks that had gone out and actually bought houses, I congratulate them in getting it done. Those rents went up even more. I mean, the 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 increase is tremendous. And what she goes on to say is that for institutional buyers, and I'm going to replace institutional buyers. I'm not an institution. You know, some people may say mom and pop. Now, my wife and I, we operate this as a business. It's what we've been taught to do at Lifestyles Unlimited. Uh, we've been going to the seminars, getting the education for 10 years now. And we do treat this as a business. So let's, let's just let's replace that with residential rental owners. For residential rental owners, this translates to larger profits. So we make our own economy, and we're seeing it right now. Despite the higher mortgage rates, which is eating a little bit into cash flow, we have countervailing pressures. I can get loan products, and I'm seeing my rents go up. By the way, we didn't go into the details around forced appreciation in apartments. With rising rents, that drives more cash flow to the bottom line, and those apartments are valued based on cash flow. That's going to push up values. 
from that perspective. Now, there are countervailing winds or headwinds, I suppose, in that market as well, but that's a, a show for another day. Number five, she says, home prices will continue to rise, but at a lower pace. That's fine. We've been at a breakneck pace for the last couple of years. Is this a return to normal? I'm okay with that. That 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 That's just fine. Um, you know, due to a housing shortage, we do still have a lack of inventory. She doesn't see home prices dropping at all in 2022 and reflects back in May of this year, prices have risen 15%. So whatever, whatever crash you're, you're afraid of, this director of forecasting does not see that, sees prices still rising. So that conversation we had around making our own economy and the ways that we make money in real estate, appreciation is one of those we can expect to see that still. It may not be 20% year on year. It may return to a more normal 2 to 3 to 4 5% here in Texas over the next year or two. That's great. We're still making money that way in the, on the back end. Number six, finally, inventory is rising. For me, somebody that's out there shopping, looking for homes, looking for houses to buy as, as rental property, that's good news. That's very good news. So I just wanted to hit that with you to help you understand, the, again, the fundamentals are still in place, and there's a lot of really good news in that article. The fact that rents are rising sharply, Sharply, that is nothing but good news for you if you own residential real estate now, rental property, or if you plan to attain some good thing to do. Now, you've heard about the reasons why we should invest in real estate. You decide, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, now you need the right tools in your toolbox, and that is where an organization like Lifestyles Unlimited can help you. Again, check out our website. Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. You can catch prior radio shows that are archived there. You can read articles on any number of topics. You can check out our free workshop, or you can even learn about our two-day financial freedom seminar. Good place to go. That's where we really get into the details. But one of the things, one of the tools in that toolbox is the lease. So we're going to talk about that now. We're not going to do a super deep dive. I've got a couple of select points that I do want to talk about with you. And again, just to repeat what I said at the start of the show you know, just to put it very simply, a lease is a contract. It is a legal document between you, or maybe between you and your, your property manager, perhaps, and the residents of that property, the tenants. And, and let me say here as well, I, I'm speaking now to you as an active investor, somebody that's been doing this for a decade, sharing some of my experience, some of the things that I have learned at Lifestyles Unlimited, just from the education, from the seminars, from going and going again to that two-day seminar with David, um, talking with my fellow members. But as with any contract, here's the caveat, <laughs> here's the caveat. Uh, any contract, which is what a lease is, you will want to consult your attorney for specific legal advice. So where do you go to find a lease? That may be the first question on your mind if you've never done this, you know. And if I'm talking just specifically right now to Texas, you know, check your, your local uh, state rules, uh, regulations if you're outside of Texas. But in Texas, I'll tell you, there, there are a lot of good places. You may, you may just do an online search if you want to kind of see, hey, what do other people out there have? There are lots of things you'll find. Whatever you find online please consult with your real estate attorney. Um, in fact, they may have, if you have a good real estate attorney as part of your team, they may have something ready to go for you. An alternative is to go to certain parties that are in the industry. Go work with a leasing agent. You know, the last couple of houses we bought are down near Houston. I'm not going down there leasing these up. I've, I've hired that out. I have a leasing agent, a realtor that's doing that for me. What's she going to use? She's going to use the Texas Realtor Lease. That's what I have right here. 
in front of me. It used to be called the TAR, Texas Association of Realtors, is recently rebranded for some reason to Texas Realtors. You do have to be a realtor to use this. This is not something you should just go find and and, and use in that format. Now, maybe you, maybe, you do, maybe you doctor it up a little bit, put it into your own uh, script, I suppose, but I am using a leasing agent. That is what she'll use. Another alternative, if you need to find a lease to put into place, is join a local organization. For example, here in, in the Dallas area where I sit, we have the Apartment Association of Greater Dallas. They cover any number of counties around Dallas proper. On the other side of the airport, we've got the Apartment Association of Tarrant County. Fort Worth sits in Tarrant County if you're outside of the state. And you can become a member of one of these organizations. I have been a member of the Apartment Association of Greater Dallas since 2013. Even though I wasn't investing in apartments, they have an independent rental owner arm or or subgroup, I suppose, and we there are regular meetings, just further educational opportunities and networking opportunities for me. But as a member, I also have access to the Texas Apartment Association lease. So if you need a lease, you can join one of these organizations. It's not very expensive and have access to that Texas Apartment Association lease here. Speaking again, just to to Texas investors, if you're out of the state, well, that can apply to you. Join join the local organization, get a hold of that lease. It is very strict. It is very much in favor of the property owner. So those are just a couple places to go. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of, of outsourcing things, using the leasing agent as I am. I'll just take the lease she has or using that uh, Texas Apartment Association lease as a great option. Now to move forward, I want to talk about a couple of changes that we've seen specifically here in Texas just to make sure if you've been doing this for a little bit of time that you are up to date in 2019. And again, in 2021, uh, we did see some changes to the leasing requirements or the requirements of the documentation that go along with that lease uh, that came out of the Texas state legislature. We're going to head into a quick break, hit that very quickly when we come back, talk about those late fees and a couple of other points of interest. So stick around. Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show returns in a moment. Got questions? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. We are in our final segment. My name is Andy Webb. You can send me questions to askandy at luinc.com. And I'm actually going to address something that came up in a recent email uh, about late fees. And to, to preface this, I want to go to some of the code changes that we saw at the state level here in Texas. If you're listening outside of Texas and invest in Texas, pay attention. If you're outside of Texas investing locally, let's say in Georgia, Tennessee, Arizona, wherever, uh, keep abreast of your state's uh, property code because these things can change. So as of or effective September 1st, 2019, so this is harkening back a couple of years, but this is where the listener had a question. Um, there was a change that affected late fees. And this at the time applied only to leases that were entered after that date or renewed. Now, I just mentioned to you that I've been going through my my renewal season. We've renewed all but a couple where folks went out and bought houses. So if I had been renewing after the 2019 date, I would need to be sure to make my lease up to date to include the latest code. What happened is, in, in again, effective September 1, 2019, the legislature said, hey, now they didn't set a, a maximum 
number or amount on what you can charge in terms of late fees, but they, they do require that the, that the late fees be, quote, reasonable. Well, what is reasonable? Effectively, not greater than a certain percentage of rent. You can't just go crazy here. And if you focus in terms of a percentage of rent, if you want to play it safe, there's something called safe harbor. If you are an apartment owner, you do not want your late fees to exceed 10% of that rental amount. So if you're charging $1,000 a month for rent on that apartment unit, don't go above 100 That's 10%. For houses, that's for units five and above. For houses, single family, duplexes, triplexes, quads, that's all clustered under single family. 12% is the safe harbor uh, rule. Uh, again, that's this is not an absolute thing, but if you want to play it safe, if your rent is again a thousand dollars, you don't want to go above one hundred and twenty dollars in terms of late fees. And the specific listener question we talked about this, but I uh, also asked when do I apply those? Well, as part of that same law, it is or that adjustment to the state code, it is now required that uh, we in Texas have a grace period of two full days after rent is due. So if in my lease, and this is what it says, rent is due on the first, I absolutely have to have a two-day grace period. Conveniently for me, we had that anyhow built in. Um, so if rent is due on the first, I cannot charge late fees on the second. I cannot charge late fees on the third. That's Those are those two days of grace period. I can begin on the fourth. So the listener's question was, when do they start? When can I start charging? Well, that's your answer. you got to have that grace period built in two days, two full days. So if rent is due on the fifth, sixth and seventh would be your grace period. Late fees can start on the eighth. And you're going to want to have, I recommend, this is here I'm looking at my lease. We've got an initial late charge. This is the one that falls on the fourth. And it's a bit of a heavier hit uh, than the daily charge that is incurred each day thereafter. Uh, in our case, we're just doing $50 and then $10 per day. I know people that talked to somebody recently that's doing $35 day one and $35 each day thereafter. I said to them, well, be careful. You're going to very quickly, this is a single family owner, you're going to very quickly get up to that, that 12% uh, safe harbor level with that. I mean, you're getting those fees up front. I guess that's that's helpful for you. Um, but keep that in mind, keep that, that grace period in mind, very, very important and keep that safe Harbor 10 or 12%, whether you're doing apartments or houses in mind. And there's an interesting paragraph here in my lease as well. It's a separate paragraph that follows, uh, late charges. And it talks about application of funds. This is something you may want to talk with your real estate attorney and make sure is in your lease as well. And what it says is that regardless of any notation or whatever the resident may have written on a check or something like that, any notation on a payment, the landlord, the owner may apply the funds first to any non-rent obligations. What this means is if my rent is now late and I'm charging $1,000 and now you owe me $100 in late fees, now you come down, you, you, let's say we're in an apartment, you hand me a check for $1,000 and you, and you write, this is for the rent. Well, I do not have to apply that to the rent. I can take out that $100 worth of late fees first. That means you've now paid $900 worth of rent. By the way, I do not accept partial payments for rent. This also means now that part of your rent is now still past due. What this does is this gives you a little bit more leverage to get to collect those late fees because you can ultimately then go down that path uh, to exercise, in my case, the paragraph regarding early termination or, or termination due to default. Um, make sure your, your residents understand that. Late fee, rent, due together. You need to pay it together uh, when it's due. We can apply that as needed. If, if, if you've billed back for any sort of repairs, um, you can collect that out of that initial check as well, despite what the, the resident may have written on there. 
Uh, also important, latest uh, and greatest change from the state regards a an addendum that we now have to have. Whether you're in an apartment, whether you're operating single family, duplex, triplex, quad, uh, you do have to have a disclosure uh, for, uh, I guess it's called a flood disclosure addendum. Uh, this was effective January 1 of 2022, and it follows in the wake of Hurricane Harvey, that, pun intended, um, and basically lets people know, if you know, you may not know, but if you know whether the house is in a floodplain or has has ever has had water damage due to flooding in the last five years, again, this is just an out, outgrowth of what we saw on the coast with Hurricane Harvey, but it applies across the state. And again, when we went through our, our lease renewal period this spring, we added that uh, flood disclosure addendum to all of the all of the lease renewals. What does it say? I don't know if we're in a hundred year floodplain, and we tend not to buy in floodplains. And I don't know if we've had any flooding in the last five years. We have not, fortunately. Um, so there's a couple of points of interest from the more the last couple of years from the, the the state code or from the the state legislature. Looking again at the lease, you know, the lease on the whole, aside from the late fees, there's not a lot typically in there that I'm having to exercise. The lease dictates who maintains the yard, who maintains the trees, who keeps the gutters cleared. That's that's all for my resident to do in my lease. I don't want to be doing that. They're on site. I want them to take care of that. The lease stipulates that. Again, it's a contract that tells who behaves in what way with respect to what features of that house. Um, so you want to have things in there to make... To, to keep yourself as, as free from the process as possible. So during the course of the lease, it's collecting the rent. When is that due? How much are the late fees? When do those occur? And the bookends of the lease, that's when I seem to see the most action. And the very, very first page of my lease, it already looks forward to notice of termination. How much, how many days, how much time do I need to know as the owner of this rental property that you plan to move out because you've bought a house or you just plan to move or you maybe you've taken a job out of state or whatever you're going to tell your resident and you need to put this 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 again sets expectations early in the relationship when this relationship is going to terminate you need to give me x days notice before the expiration date fill in the blank very very common here in texas right now is 60 days that gives me ample time to market the property now we just heard that there is a lack of inventory on the rental side. And in my experience very recently, I have zero problem for the couple of houses where my residents did go out and buy their own. They've moved out. No trouble renting those. I had one zero days on market. Put it up, got it leased very, very quickly. But I need the notice so that I can plan, so I can come by, maybe take a look or send my, my property manager if I have one or my handyman if, if that's how I operate to go look at the property. Let me know what sort of, what, what do I need to do to get this thing rent ready, to get this thing show ready? Um, if you're operating well, and we talk about this at the Financial Freedom Seminar, you're, you're keeping an eye on the property, whether you personally or somebody on your behalf, a property manager, that handyman, quarterly visits, whatever that may be. So you know, hey, if something needs attention, we'll take that attention now, give it that attention now, and then when that termination notice is given, boom, we're ready to show, ready to go. So at the very outset of the relationship, I'm already thinking towards the end. Now that may be two, three, that may be five years later, uh, but I do want to set the expectations now. Thinking about early termination, by the way, this is an important point as well. Over the years, I've had a few residents move due to jobs out of state. So they do have to terminate early. And there is a provision in my lease, and you should have one as well. What do I do in that case? 
Well, there is a fee associated with that, especially if we've just entered the lease and six months later your job is relocating you. Well, now i got to remarket the thing. i got to pay a realtor if I'm using a leasing agent, so we charge at least 100% of the rent. Recently, I've jumped that number up um, of the new rent coming in. So if we're out marketing the house for $1,200 and it was 1000 well, we're going to charge you for that that relet fee, essentially, uh, 100% of the rent uh, or higher. Um, lots of lots of things to talk about on the lease. We're a little bit short of time. What I want you to do is continue to work on your real estate toolbox. The lease is a very, very important of that, uh, part of that toolbox. And you can continue to work on that by building that education, continuing to work on that education. Listen to this program. Go check out our podcasts at lifestylesunlimited.com. You can follow us on Facebook. You can find these programs on the YouTube channel as well, which is also a great place to go and see our case studies here. Other members get up and talk about their single family investment property that is making them money five ways and performing above expectations or hearing the apartment investor talk about uh, their latest investment. You know, I, I've been inspired and I, and I try to get to the case studies in person as much as I can just to hear that because we are transitioning into that space. So whichever direction you want to go, that YouTube channel is a good place to go and subscribe. And of course, I mentioned the Financial Freedom Seminar. David Fisher, a number of other uh, life changers are presenting out there. As I mentioned, Michigan, Washington, Texas, Florida, California, Colorado, Indiana, Arizona, just across the nation. More recently, we were in Hawaii doing the two-day Financial Freedom Seminar. I would have liked, I would have loved to have gone and taught that one. Uh, very cool place to be, lots of interest, and that's a good place for you to go and work on that education. You can learn more if you go to givemetotalfreedom.com. Again, the promo code is SAVEBIG, all caps written together. Hey, I thank you for listening today. You've been listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.